0: A lot of pressure man. Yeah it is. Evil. And evil. And evil. And evil. Not our real names. Nailed it.
1: Oh, <coughs> oh you want me to do my bit? Okay here we go. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. That might have been too much man.
0: Welcome to A Little Independent, the podcast where two friends talk about indie, obscure, or weird movies. My name's Ryan. And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. Yester, yesterday, last week we talked about your when name. When I was young. Do you still feel happy with your name? Yes. Just over a week, I was just wondering if it changed.
1: Oh, yeah, Da Dot. Da dot? Backwards.
0: Oh, that's a... I wouldn't have put that together. So, I have a show and tell for you, actually.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. On,
0: on radio. Yes. Well, that, uh, people that are dates just going to little it. <laughs> so, last week we did a movie starring Henry Rollins. And I think I mentioned that he had done, uh, he'd written all of his tour diaries down in a book called Get in the Van. And it's amazing. It's through the 80s, him singing in Black Flag, okay. touring across the, the country and sometimes the world. And he, he wrote it down in a journal. And back when I was in college, he released this book in an audiobook, and I've bought and lost the book three times, borrowed, it, le- it lent it to other people, and doing this movie made me think: I wonder if I can find the book. And it's on <laughs> Amazon for a crazy amount. And then I went to Henry Rollins's website, and it was available for a reasonable price. And then One he time. agreed to. Uh, so this is to it. listen to our podcast. Really cool, and I open it up. Holy shit! Signed by Henry Rollins. And, and not, I mean, for me, but maybe that's just if you buy him through his website. But... So you found that in your house? No, no, no. You... I, I purchased it over the
1: interweb. So that wasn't one of the long lost three. No,
0: no, no. This is uh, this mint is condition. Fresh, I just fresh got in it. in the mail. And I didn't know, but apparently if you buy him through his website, he signs him. Wow. So stoked.
1: Life is good for Ryan. Yes, that felt good. And. And I feel bad that i never heard a single Black Flag song. I, they I have for everybody. I have to correct that. Well, at least even even hardcore
0: punk it. rock fans, you know, Black Flag, they're they're noisy and they're angry and they're out of tune. And Henry's voice is just shards at times, <laughs> and that's what I like about it. It's the energy. It's the it's the, yeah. the fire. It's his his performance and presence. He's just a larger-than-life guy but yeah even a lot of punk rock fans aren't huge black flag fans so, although it's cool to say you like black flags so they'll say they like them but they don't
1: <laughs> wear the t-shirt get the tats yeah
0: i don't have the bars the black flag bars everybody asked me why i don't have them and i just i think it's because so many people have them that
1: you didn't just want to just be, you know, i get
0: that bores me something more original i think so I mean I've got a lot of weird tattoos. Mostly they're they're strange and weird, but nothing How about, music related so far. Oh yeah. I'll just throw this tattoo. out there.
1: Maybe in a prominent place, Henry Rollins eating a finger. You know, or, or the blood going down his Or the silhouette face of thing. him
0: pulling the bullet out of his head with pliers. <laughs> with the I think that's a good like hyper realistic tattoo.
1: <laughs> We're gonna do a second podcast on that movie right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a pair of players. Yeah, you know, I remember this one scene. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> But listen to that episode of A Little Independent where we do the movie He Never Died starring Henry Rollins. But I wanted to share with you this article that I read, and it, it kind of – I think it in a long shot may seem good for the movies that we like. So this was, I think, MSN, and it said in 2020 China overtook the United States to become the top movie market in the world. Wow. Uh, the country perennially, perennially, the second largest movie market, brought in $3.1 billion at the box office in 2020 uh, and nearly a billion more than the U.S. did last year. Now, they handled COVID better and and got people in the theaters faster. But Well, didn't it originate in China? It did. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> uh, it goes on. Uh, Sideways. Uh, quote, if China doesn't need U.S. movies... Because that's what this is kind of saying. Like, they're the largest movie market, and we don't need the American movies. That's what last year showed. Yeah. And so it said, if China Mel- doesn't need U.S. movies, Hollywood studios will have to dramatically reduce their spending on big-budget blockbusters. And that's uh, Ann Kokus, the author of Hollywood Made in China. Uh, the current budgets are unsustainable without access to the China market that could fundamentally change the model of the U.S. film industry. China released a blockbuster of its own in August called The 800. Uh, it's a war picture. It grossed more than $100 million in China and $400 million worldwide. Wow. So I took two things away. One is I think a lot of people don't know that other countries have mega blockbusters too. China, India. India. They uh-huh. do. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Yep. And the fact that this is, is potentially influencing movies here – May mean less money for blockbusters, more money for indies, more money for um, festival films and festivals right. in general. Maybe people think,
1: well, it's a business, right? They're all about ROI. Yeah, you know, where the independents all
0: about the film, true, about the story. And not that I'm advocating to not make Fast and Furious movies anymore because we need to make them oh, in I perpetuity. Am. Well, it doesn't affect me. Cause... Give them all the money in the world. <laughs> I don't. <But> like... <laughs> a shift like that is is interesting. Right now in this climate and based on what's going on in the world markets, if Hollywood's like, you know what, we're not going to spend $250 million on this. We're going to look at these three projects and give them each yeah, whatever the math is there.
1: Well, the film festivals are a test of that, a testament. Look how much agree. they have grown. Uh, they're huge. Now it's, you know, movies with stars are being made independently. And then, you know- Streamed or yeah. put in the Sundance or who whatever, and you know, or before Sundance was only, right, you know, whatever money you could scrape together and camera and crew and get your film made, and you know, if it got accepted, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's huge. The festival circuit is huge.
0: So I, that- I think I, I miss because I I never got to aside from uh, what I think is a great Traverse City Film Festival. One of those bucket lists was Sundance. Yeah, um, you know, TIFF would have been. You know, I, that, that's like. Comic Con maybe close, but one of those <laughs> prestige film festivals would have been a dream come true for yeah. me to go to.
1: Well and now they're just you know, the big ones are bonkers. I mean it's like going to
0: NAM, yeah,
1: you know, or, or whatever. It just it's it's huge. But the smaller ones are really cool too. I've gone to some small ones. Yeah, you know, and, and then ours
0: are, is small. There's oh. tons of film festivals like ours across the, the state, or mm-hmm. across the country rather, yeah in the state. Uh, and there's a list of those online, which is kinda cool. But, um, so here we are in episode three. Todd's pick. Trace. Uno, dos. <laughs> Todd's pick. Yeah. And you went with the,
1: nope, there's no the, Most Beautiful Island from 2017.
0: True. And Most Beautiful island, I, I when I was telling people I was watching it, I was Wanting to say The Most Beautiful Island. Yeah. <laughs> so it tripped me up a little bit, and I seemed like I wasn't so sure about what I was watching. But the description... Like I just did. <laughs> <laughs> the, the description of this film, Most Beautiful Island is a chilling portrait of an undocumented young woman's struggle for survival as she finds redemption from a tortured past in a dangerous game. Now, when we did your film still for episode one the plot summary or description did not really match up and it was a nice kinda diversion from the true story of the film. Uh-huh. I think this is pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. And they even,
1: you know, the, the dangerous game part is being a little a little much uh I don't know, not giving it away, but
0: so how did you find kinda, how did you find this movie? What was the place? Oh, what was your space? Um,
1: It was a metal detecting hour and a half long search on Amazon. Hour and a half? Is that accurate? I don't remember. I'm so sorry. I first saw it like in the spring, I think, you know, and we had all that time in the world to to do anything. Right. Because I think that's when I first told you about it once and then we just kind of let it go from there and (laughs) Uh thank goodness you didn't watch it because now- Thank goodness I I didn't watch it. I am so excited to hear, (laughs) you know-
0: To hear if I have to defend myself, or... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's a, that's an affirmative, my friend. This was rough. (laughs) Oh, no! Now, again, um, Todd and I have been here before. Mostly me, uh, suggesting really horrible movies to him that I just think are funny horror. Um, But we'll disagree on something, and I'm I'm psyched to talk about this movie with you, because there are elements that were cool. Yeah. But... And I, I watched it a few times, um, and it was rough. But sometimes you'll have this different perspective that I just didn't see, or something that I found ridiculous. You ground in the story, and I'm like, I'm a dumbass. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, we're about
1: to find out. And and uh, now this is truly the most independent of the three that we've done so far. So far, I mean, it is it is a. It Michael stars
0: uh, Ana Asensio as Lu- no, Luciana. Luciana? Luciana. Had you seen her in anything before? No. I hadn't either.
1: No. And I think when I first watched it and then started looking it up, I didn't even realize that she was the star, you know, and, and writer, director, writer director, director, star, and producing.
0: I looked at her. Um, she there, One interesting movie she is in in 2015 called The Archive. And I think it's at sci-fi, and it's about the story is looking back on the story of mystery through security and satellite footage. Huh. She's... So if done right, that could be cool or terribly fucking annoying. But Yeah.
1: It's her first writer-director, yeah. and I guess she acted in a bunch
0: of stuff. She's from Madrid. I didn't see anything that, that stood out. Uh, and this is the cast list per IMDb as it's listed. So our second is Natasha Romanova. As Olga. Had you seen her in anything before?
1: No, but I can think of a few movies she she could be in
0: in the future. Right. Any of them less than X-rated? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah we could. We her could, face uh, looked very familiar to me, like she'd been in something <laughs> that came out wrong. But that she'd been in uh-huh. something like big budget or she was in something, you know, as a side character because her face was really, I thought it was familiar to me. Um, she had an uncredited role in The Irishman. So did uh, the Madame Caprice. Oh, and we're going to get to her. There's we need to talk about her. Uh, but Natasha Romanova was in an interesting, just caught my eye in a movie 2014 called Julia, and she's credited as henchman. <laughs> 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 Which I, I get it. I think she could be, but I'd li- I like I like Lady Henchman. It's not Henchwoman or Hench. It's Henchman. So I want to know what that's about. Third build, in most beautiful island, is David Little as Doctor Horowitz.
1: Yeah, and I think they went in order of appearance, in in that list there. Because the doc, um, that is no, that's not correct. Possible. No, you
0: see the doctor before you see Olga. That is true. All right. Debunks that shit theory because <laughs> he's third billed in the movie, and you're laughing because you know why that's funny. Yeah, and and his acting was not. Uh, Thank not, you. Not up to par. That was one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be in here. Uh, we'll get there. But then I I noted so those are the top three listed on IMDb. Yeah. And then uh, also listed was Nicholas Tucci uh, as Nico, and is he he is the the guy who's mean to her at the end and. I, like yeah, one of the guys. I,
1: The, the full on attack scene. Yeah. I think that's I think that's Nico, yeah. He he
0: um he was in the lead role, he was one of the leads in a horror movie called You're Next, which is awesome. Uh and sounds familiar. I might have seen that. It's a home invasion. All the people wearing like animal masks and yeah. chittering and making noise and generally causing a ruckus.
1: <laughs> a fuss. It's, it's stirring up a fuss <laughs> in this house.
0: <laughs> Killing, ransacking. Uh, Otherwise known as Home Invasion. Yeah. It's never a nice one, really. They don't come in and clean your floors. Uh, Also in your next is horror legend Barbara Crampton. And I'll get to why that's cool in a second. But unfortunately, um, Nicholas Tucci, he passed away last year in March at age 38. So that's a bummer that he is not with us. And he is not related to Stanley Tucci, which is the only okay, reason. Okay, that, I that, at that him. was
1: the, the whole Tucci thing I was waiting to hear, what you come up with.
0: Then when you gave this movie to me, I looked at the cast list and I got excited because the name Larry Fessenden popped up. Oh, here we go. He was the doorman yeah. at G1, and he's a horror legend. He's in so many awesome horror films. He's directed them. This dude is so great. He's The in- doorman at G1, there wasn't anybody at the door. Are you talking about- oh, The guy with the long hair, kind of running things when they got into the thing. Oh, the bouncer. The bouncer. His name is Rudy in the movie. He's in Session 9. He's in Broken Flowers, that Jim Jarmusch movie with Bill Murray. Okay. Um. He's in a movie called Hellbenders. It's really corny, but it stars Clifton <laughs> Collins Jr., and I like that guy <laughs> so much. You're smiling him. ear to ear right he, now. I just- <laughs> he's one of those- if, do you ever get that question, like, what's the actor that when you see their name in the credits or whatever, you'll watch the movie no matter what? Do you have an actor like that?
1: Uh, since hanging around with you, I'm getting there, yeah, because like you, you do actors. that. Like, like, who's the guy from your Killer Mermaids? Uh, oh, um, oh Franco Nero. Y- yeah, that. You know, like, he's in so many things. From Die but, Hard too. bad guy. Here. Yeah, yeah. General
0: Esperanza. <laughs> you, Instead so, of freedom, give me a light. I am the most interesting dictator in the world. Stay <laughs> Die- oppressed, my friends. Die Hard has one a, tagline. yippee ki This was a live audience. That would have been crickets on that whole dictator thing. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to hold. <laughs> Doing bits. It We're was great. It was bits. great for radio. Yeah, it was. Um, but what's interesting is Larry Fessenden is in an amazingly scary horror movie called We Are Still Here with Barbara Crampton who was in that movie with Nicholas Tucci. So they have a kind of cool connection. Okay. Only your look of, I don't give a shit about this, makes sense like, to me. Like but the- horror nerds, in, they'll love this if they listen to this.
1: Well, th- this, is your, this is your portion of the deep dive because, you know.
0: I know. You're going to school me. It's good. I'm gonna, We're going to go at it it's here. It's good. Um, and then listed way down in the credits is Caprice Benedetti, who plays Vanessa. Uh, I thought she was pretty great, uh, uh, like yeah. Turkish Catherine Zeta-Jones. She may have even stole the show. I thought it was Catherine Zeta-Jones for five full minutes of her performance.
1: No, no, way too uh, robust, way too.
0: Have you seen her in anything fearful. Did she? aside from you know and no, but and when I looked Zeta-Jones at movies?
1: it, she's in like small roles and a bunch of like The Irishman, I think was one of them, and then there was Maybe, a yeah, uh, right.
0: Like Devil's Advocate? Yeah, best known as Ménage à Trois Woman in Devil's Advocate. There you go. So (laughs) there you have it. That's kind of the main cast, and it's written and directed by Ana Asensio, who stars in it. And it was her first film written and directed. Correct, yeah. It's listed as a drama horror thriller, Mm. and the tagline is a film by Ana Asensio. Because that counts as a tagline. <laughs> now, uh, Todd, I told Todd that I did not look at any trailers. I didn't know what this movie was about uh, going in. Yep. And I told Todd that I would write down, and this is these are the top things you can see. I, I wrote it down. Uh, and, and, you know, you got your hand up. I swear this was before. Yes. <laughs> and and it, it's going to sound eerily like I'm, I'm lying, but I'm not. Okay. And I literally wrote this, uh, and and my wife watched this movie with us, but we were discussing it out loud when the movie started. Okay. And I knew, because we saw the description on Amazon, so immigrant New York. That's kind of all we had, immigrant New York. Yep. So I wrote down, ends up in a fetish club or a fight club, animals involved, and my wife goes, it's porn. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this was us talking out loud.
1: How, how, okay, We're we're going to get into the details of the movie now, but I just
0: want to put out there that I got a couple a couple of notables
1: that this is a major spoiler alert. If if you stick with us past the (laughs) down the hatch, which is at the midpoint of the movie, uh, once we go down that hatch, it's and and you listen and then watch the movie after it's going to be like watching the Sixth Sense, knowing that he's dead.
0: It's really upset
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> Am I leaning in again? <laughs>
0: I, I, time to I, defend. I told my family. I said, "Well, did Jess hate it too?" Oh yeah. Oh shit. I, I hope. Oh no, no, no. We we okay. You we're know doing us, a pie, Yeah, we're we 50-50 had here, folks. we had a great time watching it because you know how we do. If if and I I didn't know if it was a Monte Doro situation. I didn't know if it was a, situation. It okay. was a sleeper situation. <laughs> We just, at some point, knew we were just going to trash this movie. I
1: told you it was a slow burn. You it had to be... It, yes.
0: So how did you get the animal part? I have no idea. I just guessed. I don't know. In the fetish part. But I, I have another theory later okay. um, as we get close. But uh, some love for the movie. It premiered at South by Southwest Film Festival in 2017. was awarded the Narrative Grand Jury Prize for Best Film.
1: So one of the most prestigious film
0: festivals in the entire country. South by Southwest. What award did it win, Ryan? It won uh, the Narrative Grand Jury Prize for Best Film, which is essentially best yeah. film, right? And Ryan doesn't like it. Hmm. Okay, it's uh, a character flaw. What other? What other? It was also <laughs> nominated, and this was cool. It was also nominated for the John Cassavetes Award at the 2017 Film Independent Spirits Award. Did you know about that one? I, I saw a whole list. I just wrote down the biggies, you know, Toronto. London. I was not aware. Do you know what the John Cassavetes Award is? I had to look that up. I've seen it before. So it's an award for a film that's budgeted at less than $500,000. <laughs> this, this one definitely came in under that mark. It, it makes sense because John Cassavetes, aside from being an actor, was a, you know, a film director back in the day who advocated independent film. And I think that's pretty cool. Do, do you know who he is as an actor? Do you have a favorite Cassavetes, John Cassavetes movie? No. Really? Dirty Dozen. He was in the Dirty Dozen. That's always my favorite. Okay. And then Nick Cassavetes, his son. Do you have a favorite movie of his that's not face off? No. Do you know who Nick Cassavetes is?
1: (laughs) So Ryan's the name guy, and I'm the year guy. (laughs) Okay. I I, I can come up with the year usually. The bald
0: big brother of (laughs) Nicolas Cage's character's girlfriend. This guy gets shot in the neck at the end and he's holding the kid oh. like, oh, we're going to get you out of here,
1: kid. I'm not
0: enough. I'm Uncle, not Uncle enough Tom's going to make it out and he's just gushing blood out of his neck. <laughs> Spurting with the heartbeat. And when I was looking up Nick Cassavetes, because uh, I was interested, uh, Blind Fury I think is my favorite movie with him. He's in a 1997 <laughs> movie called Farticus. Look at his character name. I'm going to try to read it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Adonis, Papa Dapa Papa Papa lap, da, pop, pop-a, Lapa Hence my confusion. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real movie. <laughs> that, that, so that, there you go. Aside from uh, you know Sterling independent movie commentary, we want to give you some tips and gifts.
1: Yeah, R- Ryan finds things that you wouldn't even think to look up. That's that's truly a gift. You're welcome, Todd. <laughs> Well, all right. Our, our film
0: uh, opens uh, up with well,
1: Toronto Film Festival, London Film Festival. Did you mention those two? They were, ginormous they, were there. they were there. Film festivals.
0: Yeah, I thought you can only submit and get into one.
1: Premiere. So London's across the pond, and and uh, Toronto is in Canada. So there you go. <laughs>
0: You heard it here first, folks. All, all Toronto three, is in Canada.
1: All three countries agree that film is in our festival. I
0: I, I get it. I I I don't get it, but I get <laughs> it. But it it starts with a title card that you see at, in some films, inspired by true events, which always piques your interest. Yeah. Yep. Now, so
1: do we want to talk about that? Well, or? I mean,
0: you you saw some. I mean, was it? I didn't really do as many interviews. Yeah. Or see many
1: um, based on her interviews at. The London Film Festival, South by Southwest, the
0: prestigious London Film Festival,
1: Pandora, German accent on that one. That was what's that one? A lot of people Montreal? have bad taste. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of
0: fancy people have bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's egging me on. He's he's goading me. He's he's. We said it would be fun when we disagreed. I didn't know it'd be the yeah. Soon no, no, the it's
1: head. not fun. I like it when we get along. We'll get along on plenty. Okay, so you're shaking we're on the first montage Back is that up, dude
0: <laughs> this isn't cool yeah there you go open that there, you there go. we go okay it's time time to Some uh of his time calm to juice. well you know that always makes me curious because a story like this is probably happening all over at all times
1: yeah uh the true events so in a couple of the interviews that i watched um When she was 22, she came over from Madrid to be a film student. And then there was a length of time when her money ran out and she was trying to get a, she's finished school, I guess, wanted to stay in New York to pursue acting and then get a uh, work visa. Well, the work visa takes months and months and months. The money runs out. She doesn't want to leave New York because she's afraid, you know, she'll never come back. So she. She doesn't have a social security number, doesn't have all that stuff, you know. So the only job she can get is whatever she can find. So she was kind of in that world and experiencing it and then dramatized it a little bit. Okay.
0: So, a um, but we license, don't know
1: but... if everything in that, you know, she didn't, she wouldn't go into
0: details because she didn't want to give any spoilers away. Got it. And, and, I mean, there's spoilers to be had for sure. But the first thing that struck me after that was the opening. It's not even a title sequence, I guess. And it's blurry people kind of shot from the waist down mm-hmm. for a long time. Now, is that kind of a, a – knowing what you know about the movie, do you think a uh,
1: – why that choice? Well, fortunately, I did one of the things like where you wrote your thing Now, was right on this. So my take on the opening montage where you follow like the half a dozen girls individually in the – For
0: a long amount of time. No music. no In, music, in no the, di- la- in the <laughs> landscape of – you don't see the lead actress until four minutes in. He's easily distracted, folks. <laughs> it's a great movie.
1: <laughs> the, so the opening montage follows different girls well, I, I through New before York. That
0: it was that like they're blurry. Is that is that a statement about how she's saying these people are unseen? They're yeah. not. They don't yeah. matter.
1: So it finally fixates on on Anna, right? And then we go into the next morning after it goes for, through Lucia. maybe five or six girls. Yeah, Anna's her real
0: name. So should I go by I don't know her well, character I, name. I'm trying to go by I'm trying to be better about that, Luciana. Because we we did that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully <it's laughs> we not would just go back and forth. Terribly <laughs> annoying for y'all. But they, all they, right, so, they they fixate on several yeah. clearly women. Yep. And so is the, is the that, whole
1: point is is just focusing on how big New York is and how she is just one of
0: many. Knowing what and, we know, do you think that was Olga's perspective? And one of many?
1: Yeah, Olga's definitely one of them, but she's been around. She's more experienced. She's been there a little I'll try to bring
0: that point back at the end, but I had kind of a theory about why it was what it was.
1: Yeah, it's just just showing that there's millions of these girls out there struggling, and then they just fixate on one and tell her
0: story. Well, it goes to... to to central Park, or not uh, Grand Central Station. Grand Central Station, yeah. And that kind of misdirects you. And then we settle on our character. Now in the the um, melee <laughs> of following these unrelated women, mm-hmm. I noted two things. One, did you see the girl who looked like she had like potatoes stuffed in her shirt? Blonde Hi- with here, like, yeah. The one with the like white blouse
1: with the sh- huge chachas. She had
0: cha-cha's. <laughs> Oh, but it's getting worse. <laughs> it just looked like she had stuffed potatoes well, you, down her shirt. You call
1: them stuffed potatoes and, and I no, call no, them No, I, no, I wasn't taz. referring to her breasts as, I was just, it Your hands
0: like, went like... No, it looked like she literally had potatoes in her shirt. Like real, like russet baking potatoes. The
1: one that had the real good posture and was like she crossing had, the had street.
0: on... Anyway, that didn't land. But, <laughs> and this may be a testament to the fact that she's from Spain... But very, And I'm not a sports guy, so it's weird that this stood out. But very prominently, there is a Jay Cutler football jersey that flashed in front of the screen, who's a Chicago Bear, which yeah. would probably anger New Yorkers with that or no. They don't care. Not yeah. a rivalry. All right. I don't know. Um, so we see our main character, and she's walking about as she does, because that's, I think, her main profession is walking. <laughs>
1: they fix in on our face. And so that's the opening montage, just to show that, you know she's one of many it and they're just picking her story and it's
0: stressful i, I don't yeah. like new york particularly you know it's not my thing yeah and and there's a lot of lone
1: girls you know yeah. immigrant undocumented struggling trying to get by Yeah. so we just pick one out of the crowd and this is her story for the next that's, full day that's
0: cool you know it's random you mm-hmm. know the message being it could be any yeah. of them
1: and she ended up confirming that in an in an interview actually that's how right. you know if i gave the description right but that's that's what she was Going so for you, in that montage,
0: you apparently have a theme because I noted it's only the second movie. I know serial killers have to have three, but just like. <laughs> our, we'll see what happened in your third <laughs> pick. So much, <laughs> but Ella from Still and Luciana from this movie just look sad at every turn. Oh, <laughs> sad! I, I'm looking at Luciana the first thing, and she's just so sad. Yeah, life is chewing that, her you know, up. The acting, but it's just—it's wow. Okay. Yeah, and she uh, is next scene calling her parents, saying she's having nightmares, and yeah, she's talking
1: to her mom on the phone. It's a hard her place bed to be. The next morning,
0: hard yeah. place to be. Well, for reasons we don't know at this point.
1: The whole, no, the whole conversation there is is uh, closed captioned in English because they're speaking in Spanish to each other, right. and, and they're talking about. Um, indirectly, her daughter that's passed away. Okay. And nobody blames you. Why don't you come home? And she says, No, I can't breathe there. So, Sophia so is she's mentioned. That's her daughter, yeah.
0: I, you know, I didn't right away. I'm like, Who's Sophia? They actually said it was an accident. That was the verdict. So I'm like, A court was involved here. Mm-hmm. But English translation
1: her. of verdict from Spanish could be different. That's, it, it could just mean that's what everybody
0: believes. I apologize for that cultural insensitivity. <laughs> See these conversations lead me to other places. I took it at face value, but what was striking to me—I didn't pick up on the daughter right away. But she goes to a box, takes mm-hmm. a baby hat, you know, right. opens a plastic bag with a baby hat and smells it. And then yeah, it, and she gives okay. the
1: look of. And there's also a little picture of her too in that phone scene, like in the by the oh, bed there. There's that. a picture of the little girl. So, so okay, and she said she hasn't slept in two days, and she the looked like I it. had
0: about later. But yeah, yeah, she looks. Yeah. Sad and tired. She's, she's right. <laughs> yeah. and again, she would be, obviously with that having happened. So the next uh So yeah, let's make sure. Um so there was a picture of her, she
1: smells the clothes, says I can't breathe the mom. So that sets all up her purpose for being in New York and why yeah. why she's not gonna leave and why she's gotta struggle to so make it. So at
0: this point she takes the subway to the doctor. Yes, the doctor Doctor Horowitz, third build. <laughs> This performance, Todd. Yes, sir. As soon as this happened, I'm like, "Oh, he's fucking with me a little bit." She's on a micro budget, right? So she's. (laughs) I would have cut that scene. I I, I, no. Yeah, totally cut it. No, because you know, because he shows up later. Ryan, did you recognize him later? Okay, I couldn't make eye contact with her. The dirtbag. But she she's going to the doctor, um, and she has no insurance. And yep. she cannot continue with the appointment. So she does what anybody would do, is break into the doctor's office.
1: Well, she waited till the girl walked away, the, yeah, the receptionist. You know, she was sneaky about it. She but asked she
0: if the doctor was in. Breaks right into his office, and yep. he, um, you can't be in here. <laughs> He's wearing a, a, a yarmulke. He is not doing an accent. Right. But I what laughed. It, we laughed so, really hard, dude. So I'm what
1: sorry. the... Yeah, what what you may have lost in this- what and I this know he's not scene, your uncle or anything, but- No, no. But what the scene sets up is she says, Olga, Olga sent me. Um, so we don't know. We're like, who the hell is Olga? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, um, you could get me in big trouble being here. And I'm not i um, I'm not a- A dispensary. Dispensary. And she says, what's a dispensary? And then he looks at her confused. So that scene- it's the doctor acting aside is setting up a couple things in the future in the movie. So we're wondering who Olga is, who you know, Olga's center. Uh-huh. And then why is this doctor freaking out and saying you could get me in big trouble by being here? I, I think I'm not she, a dispenser. She, she
0: broke in to his office while he <laughs> just, was vaguely writing on papers. She just and he, oh, what was wrong with her? Do you remember? She said
1: she was dizzy and was nosebleeds. And nosebleeds, right, which is going to come back. Does the, it, though? The nosebleeds does. Interesting. You don't remember that either? Uh oh, see? This is why this is good. <laughs> so that's what that scene, you know. One set of up. my favorite parts of this movie.
0: And it dispelled a huge New York stereotype. You visited New York, right?
1: I was there um well, I played Carnegie Hall, Ryan. Yes, you did. you did you do that on purpose? I so? salute you. Oh, thank you, sir. I salute you. If only I could get into the London Film Festival. <laughs>
0: Um, you really fall in love with your filmmakers. I, I this is, I do, this is, I love you it. know how hard it is, yes, but to write, direct, and act. Well, this dispelled a New York rumor because if you've ever been in the subway and you know the <laughs> type of characters running around the subway, did you notice the the, the screamy preacher? Yeah, yeah, did he, he was kind of like hard to <laughs> typical New York subway. He was preacher? good, I mean, he was. He'd- he looked like a middle-aged white guy from the suburbs in a, in, a, in, a, in a gray hoodie. But he's
1: quoting Bible verses and he's talking to nobody and just marching he's, up and down. His quote.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> because I watch everything with subtitles, Todd, and you didn't hear this.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm ready.
0: I, he says, "Try to do it in character? Oh, absolutely. You know, let me sound like my dad. Like Nicolas Cage. Let me sound like my dad not not dirty at all he's just clean cut nice beard he said friends turn on us friends say i'll hold your coat but they don't hold your coat god will hold your coat you know i I, wonder if she, I laughed so hard i
1: wonder if she's ad-libbing or if that was in the script she actually wrote it, it that had it had to be 80 yard it had to be no but i mean did, you she, can't write, see him- did she write that
0: out Oh. For, in
1: the script, or did did he just say he did, was
0: proud? Is is on budget? She probably just said scream nonsense, or she like it doesn't she matter. cast
1: him in the subway right one day, and he's doing this, and she says, "Hey, but he was the <laughs> you want to cl- do this on no, film? He's
0: not a homeless man. He he lives in, in a suburb of New York. He he's doing very well. No, but
1: something. I mean, he's out there preaching for God. So he you know from the suburbs, so he could be he could be the real deal. In fact, in an interview, <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, in an interview, she said. In the first half of the movie, most of the people were non actors, and she told them to do what that they is do. for sure. Except the
0: doctor. <laughs> Third bill. He's an actor. <laughs> oh, did I say, oh, the doctor? Was it Hor- Horowitz? Horowitz? Dr. Horowitz. He, his biggest credit is Bingo Master in Ocean's Eight. So he's, he, he made it. Wow. Why didn't he's, he do the in bingo in, with Sandy in, Bullock?
1: In our last movie, he should have been the bingo guy.
0: Now we have another consistency bingo. Interesting. Um, so I I found that preacher to be interesting because he was the cleanest like dirty street preacher I've ever seen. And she she gets back to her apartment at this point. Or is this her apartment? Do we we think uh-huh. it is right? Yeah. And there's signs all over. Yeah. This this pay the rent. I love rent, this. Pay love the rent.
1: Well, we you know it felt that way, but actually there was only one sign on the outside of the fridge. Rent due tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you
0: again. Yeah. I'm just going to so say this at the outset. She
1: opens a fridge.
0: Right? I love this scene. All right. What do you got? Well, I'm just going to tell you I think she's a horrible person. And and, and I'll tell Luciana? you why. Yes. Okay. Because she has a – there's a bunch of stuff in the, in the fridge that says, not yours. And she grabs the orange juice that oh. says, not yours. She drinks out of it, and then she licks – the whole top of it that was puts beautiful it back.
1: that was just so without even what an asshole without even casting a roommate you got everything you needed to know from the note on the door and opening the fridge and these stickum notes not yours not yours so she takes the orange juice yeah and and clearly they're not getting along from the notes but the you know her big fuck you was licking licking
0: the lid. It's clear that she brings nothing to the table. She's not paying rent. She doesn't buy food. Oh, she's about to make a lot of money. She is about to make a lot of money. Yeah, she's she, you know it takes time for. The- and I noted, um, and this doesn't always happen in movies, but inexplicably she takes the note that says the rent is due. She folds it half into a paper airplane, writes "most beautiful island" on it, and in then- red. Throws I thought the was paper airplane out, out of the that. window, effectively littering in a town that needs no more garbage on the streets. <laughs> so here's someone that's at the end of their rope, Ryan. And
1: she looks and, and her and face is destroyed and yeah. devastated all the time. Yeah, And she's got a roommate that's just pounding on her. So I thought that was quite poetic, putting that. On the back of that, on the airplane of that note, what do you like think it like, means because I don't
0: get, I, I, I can't. Oh,
1: it's like, you know, New York, you know, New York, New York. Everybody wants to go there. This is the the place of dreams, the place where you can make it happen. And then here's the reality, the you know, and then so she just writes on there, you know, being facetious. Most beautiful yeah. island what, on the note that says rents due tomorrow or get the fuck
0: out, basically. Yeah. Um, again, thanks to closed captioning. <laughs> what. The hell was she watching in the background of that scene? The worst, god awful thing ever. <laughs> so I wrote down what. So a, a woman is upset at a man in this TV show and yep. threatening to kill him, and she says, "I am so ready to put my foot up your ass. You think it flew there? <laughs> yeah." And I was. They do a quick shot of the TV, and I'm trying
1: to. I, saw the two characters i have no idea what that was
0: oh you saw the tv i didn't see it at yeah all. yeah is it is it, it, was it a, reflected in the in the
1: it was this big black woman towering over this little fat black guy kind of thing and just you know totally do you think that's a real a movie dominant to him or it looked freaking... like the, like a amateur sitcom okay
0: Maybe. i don't know what i don't know what the hell that was because they probably couldn't afford to produce that just yeah. for the movie so it must be real but still it's like so I'm going to Google, I'm so ready to put my foot up your ass, you think it flew there and see what pops up.
1: Or, or hit the microphone and let it listen to that thing, and maybe it'll tell you what movie it point. is. Does, does it do that? Uh, I know it, it does it for songs, right? Because I'm the yeah. tech guy. Oh, that...
0: <laughs> Todd's on the cutting edge of what's <laughs> yeah, cutting edge. That
1: thing, that, that, thing, that button.
0: <laughs> so now um, Luciana, thankfully, decides to take a bath. Because, again, uh, <laughs> you like women in movies oh, so, who look like they smell real bad. So I want to
1: – yeah, let's talk about that bath. Uh,
0: That's the only thing to talk about. That is insane.
1: So, well, she gets – isn't that where she shaves her legs, right, before she gets in the tub, right? That's not the weirdest thing so, in that scene. But why Why is she shaving her legs and taking her, taking her bath after the doctor appointment?
0: I think she probably just needed some personal don't, grooming time. Don't most of us, like – Clean up before we go to the doctor. No, she just wanted drugs and she didn't get them, so she left and she was pouch shaving. She didn't
1: even know She's what a dispensary pouting. was.
0: Well, she knew she wanted drugs from this guy and she wouldn't get it unless he that's paid for not the appointment. <laughs> what she went to the doctor for? Yes, she did. No, she went for the nosebleed. Oh, she wanted to be seen but couldn't pay for the appointment. Yes, yes, yeah, the dizziness
1: and nosebleed. That's bleed. true. Olga sends people there for the drugs, yeah. but,
0: but no, she, I didn't think it was weird. I, I think I think she could okay. fit it in when she could fit it in, like she knew. She, okay, didn't couldn't see the doctor, and said, "Well, I'm going to go home and clean up." And so she's in Ladies a. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, Ryan is defending the scene. I want I want to point this out. Yeah,
0: Ryan is defending the scene. She's in a. She gets herself in a bathtub, and this is where my wife and I started calling her Skeletor.
1: Yep, and we're going to talk about why she's so skinny when we when we get to the Boy, cafe. We, we didn't get that far, that deep.
0: But <laughs> she's in a in a tub, and there's you know it's a typical new york wall they're all kind of cracked but there's a whole bunch of tape mm-hmm. duct
1: tape over a hole
0: duct tape over what we now know is hole. well a
1: again again they made a reference though to the to her child being gone she gets out the little toy the out, out of another ziploc bag just like the clothes smells the little rubber ducky does the you know you know like this smells like my baby and uh
0: knowing that rubber ducks usually don't retain the scented <laughs> properties of humans they just smell like rubber mostly Okay, so. (laughs) That was unplanned.
1: (laughs) Rubber does not hold scent. But this is not what's important about this scene. Yeah, the grossest things.
0: um, (laughs) My wife almost had to leave the room uh, during this because once we realized it wasn't uh, uh, an illusion or a hallucination, it wasn't CGI. She's got a thing about these particular. So she peels off the. The tape, the duct tape. Yep. and cockroaches know. just start pouring out into the huge band. ones, right? is that? Yeah, I, I, I was,
1: thought they were huge. I don't know what the normal size is, but so
0: my first reaction was, oh, she's hallucinating. Like there's something up. She's dizzy. Well, they were playing that ambient, you know, that weird music. music. All of that, I thought, and yeah. she's not reacting. She's just like moving them around, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is a, a, a just a hallucination.
1: Well, and what I'll point out is in one of her, and I got this from an interview. I didn't pick this up myself. Because she is suffering from, which we'll find out uh, in the cafe scene. But she's suffering from anxiety, severe anxiety to where it causes no nosebleeds and dizziness. That you get that type of, you know, tunnel vision. That type of. It's,
0: well, shit! This might as well just happen. Well, just de- detached. Yeah. Type and of she thing. She looks. She you acts know? And she that's acts the, like
1: right. Whatever. That's the that state was, she was in. That yeah. was compelling. So that's what she Her, was showing.
0: Once you realize it's real and she's just moving them around. Yeah. She's uh, clearly not afraid of insects. No soap. Ooh. Ooh. No soap. <laughs> and then unnecessarily. Uh oh. She has to go into these disgusting cockroach close ups. I think that, yeah, yeah. cockroach close ups. With just, the sound, with the ambient sound that makes your skin crawl. Unnecessary. She's just trying to be edgy. I like it. I like an edgy girl. Yes, you do, Skeletor. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, no. I got a COVID baby going on right here <laughs> on that
0: sc- <laughs> And now there's a weird cut because it pops to Times Square. We think she is dressed like a chicken with somebody we don't know. And they are <laughs> shouting. Come on. What are they shouting? The best chicken in the Big Apple. The best chicken and, in the and, Big and Apple. And don't they sound Asian when they're saying For it? For 30 minutes. Isn't <laughs> 30 the seconds. The best chicken in the Big Aggressively. Handing out chicken flyers, yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, "But,
1: but she w- again, she walked there. Of course, she st-
0: actually show we show her walking in the tennis shoes. I, 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 tracked it. This movie is 14 and a half minutes of her walking.
1: <laughs> out of a how out long of, is the movie? I have an hour and twenty minute
0: movie. <laughs> and I'll tell you how long the third act is when we get there.
1: Oh yeah, I timed them out too.
0: So. Um, uh, so they're doing a, a, a cash job and this is the only job she can get obviously because she...
1: Yeah, she says, sorry I'm late boom, the chicken suits go on and then they're doing the... Oh yeah, she's what late. Is again? What do they she's, say again?
0: She's the best chicken in the big apple. Ah! And she's late for the job, by the way. Again, yeah. licks the OJ oh, th- late for is, the job.
1: Yeah, this is foreshadowing. She's late
0: for a lot of... <laughs> yeah, again. Pretty horrible person. Um, <laughs> so they, they, they... And this is... I, I recognize this as the the scene in the diner or cafe is pretty important this happens afterwards she is with her her coworker her chicken co Yeah coworker. well
1: yeah they Olga says I've had enough of this shit or whatever and yeah. they
0: they throw off the They don't do a real great job distributing flyers for whatever the best chicken Did you look that up? Is I that think, a thing the best
1: I, I I don't even know what the company was the the restaurant I, Yeah
0: I mean they probably couldn't you know Yeah she but they made one up
1: they threw the mask, the chicken mask off, and then uh, they start. Yeah, she changes like, in a doing, lot of public bathrooms. They do, they do a little bathrooms. pillow girl fighting, pillow fighting kind oh, of thing Olga in the bathroom threatens to beat her with a rubber chicken, and they're and they're laughing again. So she remember that she's laughing in that yeah. scene and, and jovial. And Luciana and happy.
0: changes in a lot of public bathrooms, and that you know that shows that's New York. That shows desperation. That shows you know lack of money. So they go back to a diner, and. Um, they have a conversation about. So I put cafe. I wonder what.
1: Wonder what. It we just looked like a, a,
0: a window. I don't know why. I think they, they're at a window. It didn't seem cramped enough to be New York, so I figured diner. Not cafe just seems like small to me. Yeah, and they had a whole seat in the window and. Right, a coffee shop probably because they're drinking coffee. Maybe that. And a, what does cafe mean in French? Uh, it means. Uh, it, it's like cafe. It in like French, kiss when he's man? on the train. He says a cafe. Un café? They bring him a coffee. Oh. I think he's looking for an actual café. He wants food. On the train. <laughs> His little bites are not happening. You are happening. feisty tonight. You, are, you, you talk about me. You, you, got, you got the gloves on, man. I'm just trying to be as clever as I can be. But they're, they're talking about how Luciana is just suffocating here, and Olga's like, why don't you go back to Spain? By the way, who's, like, who's fleeing Spain? You know, I think of Albania. Really horrible places. Well,
1: why is she fleeing, Ryan? I know her. Ba- her
0: child died.
1: Her, t- her t- looked looks like a two year old baby girl passed away, and she can't be there because she can't breathe. Everything reminds her of her daughter.
0: Just weird. You don't often hear
1: about refugees from Spain. <laughs> you are you are sideways, man. <laughs> and and again, she confirms it again about the child. I mean, they're really. She's really laying it on thick with the writing because she wants you to I didn't empathize th- with her character,
0: but Ryan clearly doesn't. I did. I didn't see the um, photo because I thought the baby—it was a baby—because when Olga says, "I took a job as a nanny and I quit the first day because the baby was crying and crying and crying," yeah. and then Luciana she, freaks out, and right. I thought, "Oh God," she, she, she says, "Shut the fuck up." I don't. I don't know if that. The reason, I don't know if it was a two-year-old because the hat that she smelled was a baby's hat. I think it's a baby, and that's where I was like, okay. "Oh God!" Well, th- she lost a baby. She accidentally shook it because it was crying, and that's why she was let off. The verdict was accidental.
1: Yeah. I mean, two. You're right. From the so that's trying to remember went, the like, picture. I think two might be a little old. I, I, uh, I think it's younger than. I think the daughter was younger than that. But the point is. is she literally just freaks out and tells her to shut the fuck up. It's so she's and, so angry. Yeah. Because she was talking about a baby crying and it, it triggered it. It triggered the,
0: That's the pain thought. she's in. That is what happened to her. She lost, she killed her baby right. accidentally.
1: So you just now are seeing that. Yeah, I didn't see the picture.
0: Yeah. I saw the baby hat. But the baby had and the Okay. And then I put it together that but the, mom, the crying, the crying seemed to be important to her. She didn't care about anything else. Okay. It was crying so hard and I was like, Jesus, oh God.
1: One, two, three, four. Five five scenes in five sequences in.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> Is that a good milestone? We're we're getting there. Um. So af- after she tells her to
1: shut the fuck up, she goes Olga. She t- Olga says, uh, "You really fucked up, aren't you?"
0: And she goes, "Yeah." And I, I think that both clearly can be like, "Yeah, we're in a similar yacht here." Yeah. So. You notice that her
1: her lunch, Luciana's lunch, she's eating a, she has a sucker. This is her lunch. And what is
0: she doing? She's dipping her blow pop in her coffee.
1: No. Yes, she is. It's ketchup. I thought it was her coffee. No, it's the ketchup at the table. She's swirling it around in the open thing of ketchup over and over again. And, And Olga says, is that good? So why is she so skinny? What is she eating today so far? A sucker in ketchup. Yeah, this is her whole meal, and she she she's been establishing over and over again. Well, she she doesn't have from money from a
0: convenience store. Just grab a couple of Twinkies. She doesn't. <laughs> no, that's you know, coming you know, up. We kids. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm starting to feel shame. So now,
1: after the shut the fuck up, um, a, a a gorgeous model walks by and exits the cafe. Well, And Olga looks up at her and says, starts telling the story about how she used to be, how she was a model Model in Moscow, and she came over with two other girls from Moscow. And uh, so, Luciana, hey, where, where, where are they now? And that's not the the track you recorded, but you assured me you had this, you had this voice down. So, she says, I lost track of them. New York swallowed them up. No, or New York ate them. In, New in York this, ate them. The most vampirish, rust Russian, thick English. I mean, it, it yes. gives you chills. And her teeth are a little pointy. Did you notice that? She has a cool look. And she's, she's so got these green hazel Bigger. eyes. Yeah, the eyes. So I just, I just want to point this out. Anybody that's looking to make a vampire movie, this is your girl. <laughs> He's she, so supportive of these people. I she she love it. She has got. Uh, she made me want to write Vampire in New York.
0: If she gets work because <laughs> of us. I think that's great. Yeah, she, uh, another, she's your girl. Another line that I, I I really identified with, not identified with, but Olga says to Luciana, they talk about religion for a little bit, and she says, Jesus and God are here to put bad girls like us in hell.
1: I that, didn't see that In the cafe? Yeah. I didn't get she that said, at she all. She says
0: that before she t- tells the story about getting the job at the nanny, but she's kind of alluding to the fact. I think she's kind of admitting, like, I'm a bad person. Man, I miss that, Ryan.
1: Thank it's you. A, it's a good
0: line. Yeah, I I
1: didn't. It must be that vampire. Bad accent. girls like us in hell. Give me the vampire. Give me the.
0: Give me the bad girls like us in hell. Like oh, that... lady vampire. <laughs> you have to put bad girls like us in no, hell. It's
1: <laughs> no more impressions. No, that no. Yeah, no. Uh, Olga's Olga's is is a so more Olga spot on. realizes
0: that she has a work obligation that she cannot. She gets taxed. Make because of a tax she gets. Yep, yep. And she says, "Oh shit, shit, shit! I can't make it." <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Crusoe. Yeah.
1: Kate. <Chris>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor. Oh God, poor. Uh, what's her real name? Natasha. How perfect is that? Yeah. Roma Roma Nova.
0: Yeah. Natasha. It's, it's, it's super Russian. Yeah. Romanova. Um, but she gets this text, oh, there's a job tonight that I can't do. And she offers it up yeah. to Lucia or does Lucia yeah. ask about she, it?
1: Can you substitute for me in that beautiful Russian vampirism. Right. Can vampirism? Yeah. I won't for do it again
0: because it's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, yeah, what's that all about? She's like, nothing. All you got to do is show up in a black short dress, high heels, and be eye, she doesn't say eye candy, but she's inferring, just stand there and look good at the party. Yeah, and substituting for her, in other words, Olga's not
0: going to be there. Yeah, <sighs> that's what you—that's you think is going to. It's on the poor, up and up. It's on the up and up. Poor Luciana. Go to an address. So she checks her backpack, and thankfully she's got black high heels. As we learn <laughs> you... she, she is woefully under uh, uh understaffed in the black dress department. No, as in as a
1: none, yeah. 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 She's got... So cut to the dress shop. Yeah. Yeah. So she cruises down to the dress shop and so yeah, this is the bad person
0: part, right? I gotta admit. But she, what other more. choice did she have? <laughs> so she goes into a dress she's shop. She's trying to survive. Goes into the uh the old changing room and rips up a bunch of the dress and she... <laughs> No. <laughs> Says, this is, this is damaged. <laughs> she, she,
1: yeah, she asked the, the the nice little redhead there with her hair all up in
0: the bun. Oh, no. She's a hoity. It was surprising that she even talked to Luciano. Yeah, she was That's total a, New York. Yeah.
1: And I think that was the actual worker there. I think she was definitely, that
0: was the real girl. She was one of the better performances in the movie. <laughs> she was just. <laughs> he he ducked. <laughs> so natural. Something. <laughs> You're. Uh, see.
1: This isn't about the movie now, folks. This is about I'm, I'm Goading starting, Todd. I'm
0: starting to feel the the ketchup thing got me. I, I wrote down. Yeah, she's you dipping, you put coffee. Yeah, you said coffee. It looked like she was dipping because the 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 blow pop was red. It just looked like she was dipping oh. it in her coffee, and I'm like, that's a weird choice. I don't know why they do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that was you know a blow pop and ketchup. That's that's her nutrition for the day.
0: Okay, I officially take one back on the karma scale because. <laughs> She's a good writer, especially for her first one. I mean, good stuff.
1: So the dress shop, she she gets the black dress and uh, goes into the changing room, puts it on, you know, looking how it fits, doing what girls do in the mirror, and then she reaches down and pulls the tag up and just makes a look like, oh, God.
0: Did she think it was going to be like an $80 dress? She obviously walked into it. Well, she didn't even
1: have, yeah, we found out she didn't even have that much. So the dress comes off, she puts her clothes back on, um, it was a hard cut. We don't see that. but uh, So then she kicks out this tiny little pin knife out of her uh, backpack of all her possessions, basically. Cuts that little tear in it and uh, comes back out. And the girl yeah. asked her how it fit, right? And she says, oh, this has a tear. And she's like, oh, I didn't see that. Let me see if there's another dress in your size. Good writing, because we're like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. She's screwed. Who has a size zero or negative one?
1: And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, she's like, and then they don't. And she's like, oh, can I buy it? I have $20. <laughs> I have $20. No, it's probably it.
0: what $700 dress yeah. in New York, you know? And, and, and this girl is like, sure, <laughs> the books will balance out on that.
1: Well, they didn't even, they just cut away from her to her do wearing to her. A, a no, new, she goes to another cat. Another.
0: Do you um, think a New York dress associate would be like, sure, let me just wrap that up for you? 20 yeah. sounds good.
1: Yeah, so she runs down the road to another restaurant and goes in the bathroom and puts the dress on. Yep. Um this time we we see her change. So then she's so this one got me, and I even wrote question mark. But after watching it a couple times, I understand because the second time I watched it, I saw that she turned to the side and rubbed her hand down her side, like going over the panty line and she like looking at like, oh no, I can't have this. Cause I'm like, why the fuck did she take her panties off? She takes her panties off in the bathroom under the dress. So, essentially, she's got no bra, no panties on, in this tiny black dress.
0: That's a, a prone position. Really. <laughs> you don't want to be like that. But she's got her gym shoes on, yeah. and she takes the bag from the store and just throws it in a trash truck in those guys' faces, and she's like, sorry. And, again, at this point, I still don't like her as a person. <laughs> so, I'm looking for everything. Well, again, these guys are working. She, like, gets, throws the bag in. They're like, what? And she's like, shut up. She didn't. Oh, she said sorry. It didn't sound sincere. And to she me. could
1: have thrown it, it, it. You would rather have thrown it on the street of New York with all the other garbage.
0: Everybody else does. <laughs> you and, complained about her throwing out the airplane. And now I, I felt she for corrects her. herself. <laughs> you got to give her some cred. I feel for her because she has a, a cell phone that has no calling card minutes. Yep. She has to go to a payphone to establish that when the mom to get her messages. And now we have the reveal that she's a terrible nanny. No, because she wasn't it was a surprise
1: phone call. It says I need you to pick the kids up early. And she didn't know about it cuz she didn't have her voice phone with the voicemails. She didn't forget the kids. There was a voicemail telling her to pick the kids up early because she couldn't I don't know, that school she looked like it there. was
0: all let out. And they're like, "You're late." Oh well, yeah, the most now two of the most horrible kids on the planet. Oh god. <laughs> but before she picks up those kids When she gets to the school, did you see the guy in the?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how you feel about that. She's picking up
0: the children, right? No, she has a cover. She puts on the hoodie over over the dress. She does. We gotta stop saying panties. What should I call them? Bloomers. So underwear. Who who is with the kids when she gets to the school? Did you see this guy? Yeah,
1: the, the worst-looking Kung Fu guy ever, and in a hair like up in a bun character over his from head. from Mortal Kombat.
0: Yeah, he's like, all right, little warriors. And so he high-fives the boy who has a cast on his left arm yeah. or left wrist, which I assume Lucia is the cause of. I assume that she allowed him to break his arm at this well, point. Well, when I was in junior
1: high and, and in the martial arts, I actually broke my hand just and had a cast on it just like that.
0: So uh, I, I equated it to that. 2 story. I know. I get it. It's just the, our different trajectories because I... <laughs> had I recognized that as ketchup, this may have all been different. Maybe. I don't know. But by this well, point... Well, you wouldn't call her... You would understand the Skeletor By this point, I was laughing so much, and then I see this karate guy with the hair sticking out of the... Yeah. I mean, he, not even 80s did they look like that. <laughs> and it, it made me laugh. So... They go to a convenience store.
1: Yeah, and the kids are acting up the whole way, and they, screaming, they I want this, I want that, throwing themselves on the ground. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just a fucking nightmare. We both laughed at at when the kid threw himself on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God. And it made she, a sound kind of like that scene in Ladybugs when the lady falls yeah. off of the thing. And she's in a
1: hurry. I mean, she's got to get to this she's gig, in a hurry. but, but it, she
0: doesn't have money to pay the convenience store guy, so she robs him. Um, which apparently she does a lot.
1: I'll pay him. I'll pay you Friday, she says, and he says okay. So where's the intent to rob? You have to have intent for robbery. <laughs> I forgot you're a lawman.
0: Yeah, I can't get this way with you.
1: So he, she says I'll pay you on Friday, and he says okay. Where's how did she break the law? I we don't ever see her paying. Well, we Maybe don't get to Friday. The movie ends before Friday. I yeah. assume she pays him. So, but there is a funny moment which makes no sense at all. She's. Walking away from the counter, and the guy says, "Luciana," and she turns around and comes like, "Yeah," and he hands her a piece of bubble yum.
0: Yeah, like a gross gum. Just she, like,
1: and I'm like, "God, she must have had bad Jeff. breath." He, I mean, he called her back in and handed her a piece of oh, bubble. Oh, I yum. think
0: he's like, "You look skinny. Have this gum."
1: Yeah, because that that was her second meal have, of the day. Yeah. that so was her other
0: her ketchup. That was blow her dinner, pop, and then her gum.
1: her ketchup blow pop was brunch. She has her dinner in the cab. Yes, yeah.
0: which is that. One little tiny piece of bubble yum that he gave to her. So the one thing, the one piece of justice in this movie is that she knocks the ice cream out of that little girl's hand right to the ground.
1: Yeah, except
0: it wasn't intentional. And then she's freaking out, like, oh, oh I'm it's so great. sorry. It's and then great. the little girl's running the show. And she says, I don't have any money. And the kid says, you're a witch. You never have any money. Yeah. And when, you're a witch. When she was late to pick him up, you're gonna get fired. Or no, we're gonna get, w- no. That's my mom's they- gonna get a babysitter that you know is better than you. So then she allows this kid to run into the street and almost get hit by a car.
1: No, well, what happened was <laughs> there's a boy and a girl. The boy pulls away and goes behind her and is almost getting mauled. But you hear this dog barking, and she he's grabbing at this dog that's gonna bite her. So she goes to get him away from the dog. Then we hear the, which was beautifully filmed, by the way, that car screech and the girl, because I had to watch it a couple times. It was the sound effects that got you, because basically the car was just stopped there, and the girl was just on the- Well, you know the girl ran off, so oh, you're it like, uh-oh. Yeah, but you hear the, and you know, she ran out in front of the car. She did. Like, oh, fuck.
0: She did, and Luciana yells at the driver, yeah. who was clearly not at fault.
1: <laughs> you crazy lady. Yeah, you're a crazy lady. You crazy.
0: So- I'm thinking she knocks ice cream out of kids' hands, let kids get killed. Uh, not a great nanny <laughs> thus far. I mean, how would you score her performance as a nanny thus far?
1: Uh Kinda low. Eight out of ten based on the child's behavior.
0: Are you currently
1: engaged to this actress? No, she Is married a director, a- that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know what year, yeah. I- but I would think Wikipedia maybe- came up with her marrying some director. I don't know when it happened. I would think maybe...
0: You you should be in line with me on this. It sounds like you're you're still. Supporting you know, her. You, it's my movie. I picked it, I, and you are uh... you're turning me around on some stuff, dude. For sure. Um, so not only does this child uh, almost get hit by a car, she yeah. runs away, a far far away, disappears into the New York, into the New York, well, uh... into a pretty organized park in New York, which is good because she's found by a lady. Who says? I found her behind the bush. Okay, before, just before, the only bush. So she's dragging the boy along, and the
1: boy's like going, "What if somebody stole you're her?" Going to and prison. she's like, you're "Stop! Gonna go you're going to gonna go to prison. Stop that! You're scaring me." And then they get back to the to the apartment, and you know the the boy's still going on and on. And then she goes, "Luciana, your nose. Her nose is bleeding again. It is now." If you watch in that scene, she's got the the handkerchief up to her nose, and the boy looks out to his left, raises up his hand, and waves them in. Yes, and then the lady comes walking in with the girl. A, like, a he direction? gave a direction. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I went, "Oh my god!" But wow. I mean, they filmed in sixteen millimeters, so obviously you're not in digital where they can just repeat it and look right at it, right? So, you know, they get in the cutting room floor and they're like, Fuck, we gotta leave that in. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. And you didn't even see it. <laughs> no. So yeah, he and literally really- holds up his hand and does well, you know, I'm unrated <laughs> Waves them in with his left hand to cast so Wait, hand. do it
0: again, I'll describe it. Okay. So Todd has his left arm extended. Is this good? His fingers are waving. It's kind of a come hither. Yes. Come uh, hither. But like he, proceed. He, he cues. The, he
1: cues the other two actors. That's bring awesome.
0: It, bring it on in. The kid does. So I, does he get a credit for that, do you think, or anything? AD? Well, that whole there? scene was ADR'd was in, he in post. The AD? This eight-year-old kid was the AD on this movie? Probably.
1: Yeah. There was, Somebody was. It was a little voice because there, there was no microphone over them re, you know, getting audio on site for sure on that scene.
0: That is fantastic. Well, I find that fascinating. I find that uh, this lady found her behind the bush. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right Right on cue. <laughs> and on, and on, it, it was paced well. Yeah. And then our girl, Luciana. But you, you were stressed about her disappearing. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, and being stolen. So the, the point of that scene, you know,
0: wor- yeah, yeah. worked. And, and obviously that's her anxiety manifesting when she gets the bloody nose.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. She's at, he just, the kid almost gets run over by a car and now she can't find her. Yes. And then the little boy's like going, you're going to go to jail. You yeah. lost my sister. Yeah. We didn't need him. You're gonna go to jail, okay? Q, come on in, come hither, (laughs) waving them in. Yeah, they had to be in post and going like, "Fuck, what do we do now? We can't. We got to keep the scene. Nothing
0: you could do. There's no reshoots on this. No, no, it's on. She shot on film. Yeah, in New York, in New York City. Yeah, that was the main Uh, filming location. I, I thought that was awesome. That's impressive, and she pawns the kids off on this lady who apparently is not a stranger because they know one the, another somehow. The, the one that goes rummaging through the bushes. Yeah, for kids. And for finds loose kids. kids, finds loose kids. <laughs> well, thankfully, I know the, the guardian <laughs> of this one. She's responsible. And now... Yep. Luciana She's like, I am late for another job. Has to go to... Can you keep
1: them until the mom gets home? She's like, sure, I got cookies. And then the kids and the boys just my, like... my furniture's
0: covered with plastic. Yes! Cookies! Yeah, my furniture... <laughs> It's okay to have kids in my yeah. room. they piss all over our furniture. It's fine. <laughs> those kids probably don't use the bathroom, those disgusting little anger. I mean, those are like spoiled upscale, rich, upscale New York kids. City kids who spoiled rich kids. are gr- going to grow up and not contribute much probably, or just be a real pain in the ass while we'll doing No,
1: that. they are going to be in the future scene that we got coming up as adults placing their bets.
0: I have a lot to talk about.
1: those. That people. daughter, the, the little girl is so going to be
0: leopard lady. So much. (laughs) (laughs) So Luciana's first port of call is Chinatown.
1: Yeah. So this is where she's running off to because um, Olga in the cafe gave her an address to go to. Yep. And And I'm uh, thinking
0: weird stuff is happening. Weird shit's happening. Of course, it's Chinatown. we
1: We are 31 minutes in at this point. So we've- Clearly, she's established everything she needs to establish and wanted to in her writing up to this point.
0: Let's remember how much time is
1: remaining. Thirty-one minutes, and now, <laughs> oh, Ryan, you have no. Okay, so agreed. Europeans do film differently than Americans. Um... Monty Doro point in fact. <laughs> Ooh, they are they are longer. They are more avant garde. Avant garde. They are more lyrical. Yeah. Yeah. Where we are here is like action cut, action cut. You know, yeah, the fight scene in *Born Identity*. You know, yeah. just boom, 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 boom. We it's- we want, and you want. You know, yeah. You don't want any of this. You don't want any Mozart. You
0: want all Black Flag. Totally understood. And and to this point, aside from the the nutritional point you made, because <laughs> I just thought this is a shit human being. I didn't care. She wasn't really working that hard. She's blowing all the opportunities she oh, has. Oh, and that's wasn't. That's not what she was going for either. That's kind of. This may you may implode my mind by the time that we're done here, <laughs> but I thought okay, it's going to be weird. It's going to be Chinatown, and I remember living in San Francisco. One of the greatest things about San Francisco was Chinatown, but mm. there was weird stuff you had to get used to. Um, you know, the hotel I worked at, for example, the accounting department. A lot of them were Chinese people, and they would go to lunch to Chinatown. Okay. And get lunch there. You worked at a hotel in San Francisco, we should probably point out. I did. Well, I was not just
1: loitering in the accounting department, just well, like a <laughs> fella.
0: <laughs> hey, guys.
1: You, uh, you could have been staying there. Counting stuff? He he liked this. He, he uh, loitered hotels. Yeah, I
0: loitered in hotels. and With ketchup. One particular time, I, I went to, I, I forget whose office it, or whose desk it was, and he had a box, like just a brown <laughs> box. And I said, Oh, hey, Dan, I think his name was Dan, what did you get? he's like, oh, I got something for dinner later. And the box started to move. No. And I'm like, shit, what's in there? And he opened it up, and it was like crayfish or something like that. Can, it was I, just can live. I just do
1: a line? I have to do this line. Oh, sure. What's in the box? What's in the box?
0: It was some kind of live seafood. That was my best Brad Pitt. That was good. Ladies and gentlemen. That was good. That's from Micho Black, right? <laughs> Troy. Oh no, it's Moneyball. Troy. Troy. Yeah, right after Hector. Oh, what's in the box?
1: Hector. God damn it, Hector.
0: Um so one w- thing I noticed about we, are, we have just pissed
1: off a lot of people. I <laughs> think? <laughs> yeah, cuz
0: those are all A lot good of people
1: love that movie. 7? Yeah.
0: Why is there a 7 in the title? Because it's seven seven, number-
1: De- seven deadly sins, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, but why do you replace a V with the the number 7?
1: Oh. He's probably European.
0: Getting all artistic on you shit. and
1: just annoying the shit out of you. Yeah, no,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not annoyed. I'm absolutely entertained at this point. I should tell you by this point in the movie, I'm starting to think about you know New York, going and, go, and Chinatown and San what, Francisco. What movie am I watching next, Todd? And, you fucker! And no, no, no. <laughs> Again, we have fun watching movies, whether enjoying it or not. We, yeah. Jess and I, had dialogue and it was fun, and we. But I really wanted you to like it, so I'm- Oh, sorry. I, it, but I'm, I'm but you're, swaying you're, you a little yes, bit. Yes, you are. Okay. And what I noticed about that scene in Chinatown is it's a New York thing um, where they have those doors just in the street.
1: Yeah, I got a great, great line for that one.
0: But when she talked to the, to the gentleman at the entrance of what I assume is a restaurant, he said, are you here for the exterminator? Or are you here? Um, Did he say something about animals? Wait. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we got it in. Uh,
1: I know she says I'm here for the party. But no, he says, are you here to see Mr. So?
0: Oh, I thought he said something about something like about that. animals. Because he she's led into that, you know, in those New York doors oh, and they go de- down. Oh, was she delivering
1: the, the cats for the dinner for the evening? What was that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. A, a cat Chinese joke, we're doing that. What <laughs> was that? <laughs> To dust that maybe off. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Have
1: yeah, you yeah that, that's that's ancient you know the ancient Chinese secret to the Tide commercial I think that was a was detergent and,
0: yeah yeah galgon <laughs> but she goes into the kitchen, and this is a weird oh, thing oh no before we we gotta
1: before before they go into the kitchen, she's like, I'm here for the party. You're here to see Mr. So, and she says, "Well, I'm new. I've never been here before. I'm i supposed to be at the party tonight." He takes two steps over. There's these two steel doors, clearly going to this friggin' dungeon. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Opens like up York. the door, and you hear the grrr, the creaking, and you look down that stairway, and he yells for Mr. S- yells something in Chinese, and he appears and starts waving her down. She hesitates. They hold on her face, and she just gives this look like there's no turning back. I mean, if I, the, you know, and I wrote down the hatch because once she goes down that hatch, there is no coming back. I
0: I thought that was the final hatch she was going down, but it turned out it was a nice Chinese restaurant kitchen, which I imagine smelled terrific. Oh yeah, I love the. I you know, I love watching them cook like that because it's so intense. Did why just, was he yelling at the cook in in Chinese and he, and the guys just ignored him and oh, then he no, just waves them off that's that's is the that communication just, style it's it's loud it's but still respectful because we had neighbors who spoke like Chinese exclusively yeah and it was but, very intense we thought they were fighting the boss all is the time. yelling at him and
1: he doesn't even acknowledge his existence but they're establishing where they're at and what's yeah. going
0: I mean that was that was live yeah you you learn uh, it, it's you know something that you get used to um, because it's pretty intense. I mean, yeah. cooking that way and having to, to, you know, you know, you call a restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, and you're like, I'll have this, this, and this, and they're like, it's going to be ready in eight seconds. Yeah, and, and clearly like, they were the real guys. Longer. As adept as they were. But I love that style of cooking, and that scene looked like it smelled really good. So she finds out that that's not where she's going, ultimately. She's going somewhere else.
1: She meets Mr. So and the his female counterpart, and... uh Man, he just had a fit over her backpack. There's you can't lot, have that bag. You cannot take that bag. You got to lose that bag. You can't have the bag. No I thought bag. That was going to pay off. That did not pay yeah. off. And then he leaves. And then the lady, she pulls out her cell phone, which has no minutes. And then, the, and then, and then the woman's going off. You can't have. You can't take a cell phone. They're going crazy. You can't have a cell phone. So think about this. They are setting up. They are. You know, she brings back a, a gives her a little purse with a padlock on it. So they are setting up. They are the underground that is facilitating this
0: entire thing that's coming up. That is heavily, heavily financed. I took it a different way because the only thing she gets from that exchange is an address
1: and the purse. Because they move this place around. They don't do. There's no way they do this in the same place. Oh no. They can't get caught, right? This is highly illegal. What's coming up? And is it? Is it? Yes, yes, it is right. Even the even the uh, the things that are stated is that they are illegal in
0: this country. I have country. A, I have a shared universe suggestion that's going to blow your mind when we get to it.
1: Bump bum bum. Yeah. So they are here. they they are the underground that is facilitating this whole thing. So the girls go to them. They find out where they're going for that particular night. You know, they get the address. He doesn't give her anything in writing. He makes her memorize it,
0: right? Say it back. Say it back. Say it back, right. Because if,
1: if he puts the address down in writing, there's a chance that it, something could bad could, could happen. It. Right. So he makes her memorize it, and then no, no cameras, won. no no backpack, no recording devices, no cell phone. Nothing can go in but you and the little black dress. And the purse. And
0: the heels. So she gets in a taxi. And goes to this <laughs> this new address that is playing this wonderful music, and she eats her dinner.
1: The bubblegum.: Oh, yeah, out comes the bubblegum, yeah. She, yeah, I mean, she's got a big night ahead of her. She doesn't know what's yeah. going. So the part I like about up, all the way up to this point is, we have no idea what's going on.
0: The first time, what did you think?
1: I had no clue, really. Yeah. I don't know how you wrote those two things down that you did in the beginning, but
0: I've seen a bunch of fucked up movies. Like I, this. I
1: like follow. I, I like the idea that she doesn't give the stuff away. You you fo- You're following her character. You know, doing it from her point of view through the whole thing. So you're you're living it through her eyes, and yeah. you're and and you don't want her to go because you know this is going to be bad. Yeah. You you know. I mean that down. You know, just the way they're setting it up she has right two now. Two
0: spoiled kids depending on her slightly. Yeah, because there isn't any other nannies to replace her for not in new york city the next day not in new york city <laughs> they got the neighbor with the covered uh, covered couches so she she gets to this location she rips off the cab driver she doesn't pay him
1: right well she's she does does pretty clever with the backpack really clever with the backpack yeah yeah cuz she had to get rid of that i love the i love the so he's curly Middle Eastern, right? And he's got the music going and he's talking in Middle Eastern on the phone the whole time he's driving that really soft voice and he's like why you get in the cab if you have no money? And she's like, "Well, oh, I'll go get some money." Clearly lying.
0: And, and he, go- he says
1: time is money and he yeah. runs to the runs to the garbage can and does what does the uh She the takes thing.
0: all of her possessions out of her backpack and kind of wraps them in New York City garbage in a can. In mm-hmm. hopes that they're all there when she gets back, which yeah. is high probability that they will not be. If she comes back. If she comes back. Which you know, again, I thought that was clever. So she gets into this building which looks warehousey, would you say? Yeah. There's well, a, a warehousey elevator and
1: Yeah, well, she rings the buzzer, you know, in the G one basement, and then cut to her entering this old rickety elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's hitting the basement button trying to get it to work.
0: You know? She gets into a kind of unfinished basement look, and there's. Yeah, and, it, and it's scary at this point. She's late. You're like, sure. Right, again.
1: <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, Shit, all day. Knocks on the this. door, and then your guy with the mullets there, your man. Yeah. What, what's his name?
0: Uh, Larry Fassenden, okay. the actor. Uh, I think uh, his character name is Rudy, never spoken.
1: Okay. So, yeah. Ru- Ru- Rudy opens the door and lets her in, and.
0: Hi, I'm here for Olga.
1: I'm I'm her substitute. Like, Olga's right over there. Why don't you go say hi? So and then uh, she's like, oh fuck. And now we're like, oh fuck.
0: Olga's there. Yeah, she's something something. And immediately, bad. I I thought what? You know, again, I've seen enough obscure movies like this that. See, you got me on that. I mean, you've seen way yeah. more than and I've like, ever thought Olga about. Trafficked watching. her, and this is uh, yeah. This is a thing, but there's. Women in black dresses standing in numbered circles in a, like in a semicircle, and then there's these little
1: chalk circles in a semicircle, numbered one through six.
0: I don't. So know. now I'm thinking, Black Dress Fight Club. That's <laughs> <a,
1: laughs>
0: where you're really gonna make these women fight, and it's gonna be great. They told
1: her she had to do nothing but look look nice for the party. Yeah, but in a
0: Sleazy underground warehouse basement. Yeah, I think all bets are off at this point. Right, right. She went down the hatch, man, and people are let in to this situation. It's clear that there are participants, spectators, or whatever.
1: Yeah, she isn't there very long, and she's like Olga. She sees Olga, and she's like, "What the hell is going on?" And nobody's then, talking. All of a sudden, these these people that are all dressed up, and really nice, and clearly rich, come walking in, all with little champagne glasses champagne. in the hand. And, uh, and they're all like jumping, all the girls are jumping in the circle, the guests are here, get in your place. And they're just, she just goes along with it because she needs yeah. the $2,000. The guests are oh, looking them say over. We didn't say that.
0: That's what was on line, In, in, the, ca- online. in the cafe,
1: 2000 cash. Olga said 2000 Right. And she has to have rent by the morning. So she's got to go. She's got to do it. And now we see Turkish Catherine Zeta-Jones for the first time. And
0: Our might Egyptian I say, Catherine
1: She walks in and she owns the fucking room. She is a presence. She is you you're fearful. So this the is girls, Vanessa. The girls are fearful. So Vanessa cruises in and you know what you know what scene popped into my head from another movie? When I saw Vanessa walk in, you're gonna love this. I got I got the quote written down. A- any thoughts? Any guesses? When she enters the scene, it's yeah. It's when powerful. Vanessa, when Ven, Vanessa swaggers in, I mean, she just has a presence about her. No. Have you seen her secretary?
0: Have you seen her? No, I don't know.
1: The ninth gate. Oh, yeah. He tells her. He he tells uh, Depp he has to go back in there, and he's yeah. like. Have she you seen, seen her <laughs> secretary? Yeah and that German secretary that she's she's was, hardcore.
0: She's, you yeah. know, clearly like a master of ceremonies or she is the Madame. Yeah. The Handling Madame. handling Yeah, that's a good the way The Madame, yeah. Because it seemed like if I go with my wife's assessment and part of me is like, Oh, this is gonna be a weird porn thing. <laughs> yeah. Um this is the person who's <laughs> Does gonna be she like, hate me? Does she hate me yet? Oh no. She, we we had a ball. She like thinks I I'm you.
1: a she thinks I'm a like a, she thinks you're a pervert porn guy. She thinks you're a huge
0: pervert, yeah. Oh well. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kidding. So, so what so, I <laughs> thought was interesting is Turkish Catherine Zeta Jones as host says to the the people in the room. Tur- wait, say that. Wait, wait, say that again. Turkish, I'm just calling her Tur- Turkish Catherine. Turkish Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones. And I did watch one interview. Do you know? Her, do you know what her ethnicity is? She's American. No, Caprice Benedetti, or she sounds American. She is Italian. Oh, she's got like a like a. She has no accent.
1: It is no. She's well. She's good. She it. It is said
0: in one of the interviews or something that I read that um, she's from Italy. So Mrs. Michael Douglas, <laughs> who's Italian, she says to the to the guests, Enjo- uh, enjoying your evening thus far. My question to you, Todd, what were they doing before this? Ooh, some other seedy unknown. Did they, did they set up other like? Debaucherous events. Yeah. Well, they're 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 drinking
1: champagne. Like, what if this? The is doctor's their, got a little pretty young thing on her on his arm.
0: What if this is their fourth weird thing? And some of them are like, "You want to go home, babe? Or you want to see what weird shit this is?" Nah, I'm good. And they just want to leave. What if they're just tired of weird stuff at this point? They didn't look tired. They did. They they looked very disinterested. We'll it
1: it looked like a. It looked like. Uh, the slave trade, the Kunta Kinte, you know, I was just waiting for them to start looking at their teeth, <laughs> you, know, you know, the way they're marching around them and, and looking them up and down and the girls are just standing there in their little chalk circles and it, it's very, you know, the, poor Luciana, she doesn't know what the hell's going it's on. It's
0: clear there's betting involved. People were told to choose. So oh, pick your number. Yeah, it, it, it It's odd. And then Catherine Zeta Jones says, move to the game room. So I'm like, okay. There's something over there. A girl is picked, yep.
1: and she goes well, into this room. Yeah, before they exited. How about that one creepy guy getting the getting the getting the what do you call it? The time. The uh, what do we call it when they when they're soaking up camera time? We we had a name uh, for mucking? that from from. Uh, oh, chewing scenery. No, uh, Picasso's trigger. Remember, we we would say uh, screen time. He's soaking up screen time, so that that one. I don't know, the Italian looking guy or whatever that just keeps hanging around and hanging around and looking, looking at Luciana up and down. No, it was one of the rich people. It was one of the guests. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. He, I mean, he's soaking up.
0: He's like it's clear milking it for the screen time. They're investing money in them in some, some form, like sizing them up. Are they buying them, selling them? So Did the you think play- it was something sexual at this point? No, I, I thought it was exactly what I said, still, which is weird. Still? Still. You thought it was... I, I thought it was a fetish thing, a, and there was a, animals A involved. fountain
1: of youth in a cave? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to watch all three episodes to understand that. See? And we trust that you We will. said
0: we wouldn't do that, and now they're going to be lost at this point.
1: No, they're going to want... They hunger. They want to <laughs> watch,
0: and they want to tell us all about uh, it. The Hunger with David Bowie. Anyway, so a girl is picked. She goes in, and there's a lot of... A lot of just shots of them standing around. A lot of long, just silences. And the girl, th- there's applause. The door opens. The girl leaves. Larry Fessenden gives her an envelope, and out she goes. And you're like, oh, okay. Well,
1: before that, there's the whole what for with Olga, you know, and Olga's ignoring her. Okay. Luciana's well, giving Luciana, her the
0: conference station. She's a real problem. She She's yelling and talking. She's asking about the purses. She's causing a ruckus. Yeah in a situation well, where you clearly you shut your mouth because everybody else is like the, scared. She's so dumb. She's like, what's in the purse? I need to go to the – she has to go to the bathroom. That was in an escape attempt. In a murder dungeon. In that, a murder dungeon. Now,
1: you with your vast movie experience can see that when she goes to the bathroom, she's opening the
0: window and trying to oh, escape. Oh, that was my – that was the funniest moment in the okay, movie. We jumped, we jumped way ahead though. Okay, so no, it's Okay. But no, I mean she. No, she. I mean she's a serious problem because the bathroom. Well, her out. first
1: escape attempt is is by mullet man, and and she says I'm leaving. And, oh, and he, he says, says no. Oh, really? Yeah. And and clearly, like you're gonna get the shit beat out of you. Take another step. So she goes back and and again is causing a
0: ruckus. What is going on? What's in the purse? And I'm like, Why are you talking right now? These women look like they're about to die. Yeah. And she has to go to the can. And well, the madam comes back in a couple times and, you know, straightens them out. Yeah, it's all. Well, she's she's
1: trying to get the fuck out of there.
0: And so, in the best New York way, she cons herself into the bathroom. She opens the window, and this is like New York saying, fuck you. (laughs) There's a brick wall two inches outside of this. And she looks down, like, even though she's in a basement,
1: like it's a 20 foot drop. Like, there's no. And the window was really small. I mean, the the wall
0: was right yeah <laughs> there. yeah
1: there's there's no getting out and then Nico, i think who so, is so yeah she's get she she really wants to get out of there so she you can see her thinking and she conjures up the idea can you
0: yeah, hey can you help me in here yeah and what's this guy thinking like she needs help wiping no and he comes in with the purpose in mind where she tries to seduce him and then he goes for it and then she knees him in the nuts and starts mm-hmm. calling him a, mo- a motherfucker well, well my Weirdest attempt. What I saw
1: happening and what from the what they said, she said, uh, Hey, you want to get out of here? And He says, You want to get out of here with me? With me. And she's like, Yeah. So she's thinking he's going to take her out of there and she can escape. But no, he leans her into the wall and he says, I'll do you right here. Yeah. And then, but I mean, come clearly on. when her plan doesn't work, she knees him in the balls and calls him a motherfucker. And then he just comes
0: Completely comes. Did you see how red his face was? It was an unhinged performance. That it, was intense. He,
1: that was Ted Bundy. It was being intense. released. Yeah. And we. I mean, he he had it around the throat. <laughs> it, it was intense, and, and his and face he, was beat red.
0: It's clear through what he says that they do not see them as people. They do not see them as anything else but a plaything. Yeah. Because he calls her a worthless immigrant. And so everything's confirmed. This is, a, this is a, a, a game for the rich. Yeah, I'll snap your neck like a twig, and we'll see how good you look in that black dress
1: then. Yeah. Bitch.
0: And it's clearly... I mean, that's
1: respectful. This is a weird... That's, yeah. so, you know, that's stating your intent. They're probably together today.
0: The, that's the director she married. <laughs> no, I mean that character, you know? <laughs> so they get back, and it's clear... Olga is trafficking them because she has this interaction um Mia, you have been chosen. She takes Mia's hand. With Vanessa and an interesting line that that Vanessa said was when um Luciana and Olga are chosen, she says if anything unfortunate happens, we make our own luck. What was that?
1: Yeah, that was Well, that was a little bit down the road there, so um, Mia, Mia goes in there. She takes Mia in there, and the door shuts. Who's Mia? That's the first girl that went in. Oh yeah, we were, she took yeah, her she by the her, hand, then and then they, they had the whole clapping thing. Yeah, and then um, she chooses the redhead. I can't. I didn't really hear her name. The redhead goes in, and then after a little bit, you hear this blood curdling scream, and then the two guys, Mullet Man and and uh, Throat Grabber, run. <laughs> <laughs> The wheels are turning. Look out! He's yeah, gonna come up with a zinger.
0: Anybody screaming in that room?
1: Yeah, the redhead. And then they go running in, and then um, and then the uh, Madame her out? comes back her out. Come out. She doesn't come out, but she's yelling at the guys, "I need you in here." And then she goes out and uh, gets the girls in line again, and then goes back in. Oh, gotcha! And um, you know, she tells them, "I need you back in there." Uh, sure. The mullet guy. So they're they're clearly taking her body away.
0: At this point, when they choose the two of them, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this is something different. Yeah, she lays it out. Then I'm like, what if they bring them in there and they just have to play checkers or like shoots and ladders? Boy, that what a buildup you know, for that, huh? <laughs> what a buildup. This is the point in the Maybe movie. Maybe chess. I mean, that would be a little more. <laughs> because the third act in this movie is this, and it's forty three minutes long. Yeah, by the time she gets into this building to the end of the movie, is forty three minutes. Right,
1: but when she goes into the bedding room, that's not forty three minutes.
0: That's only twenty. Oh, you, you you microcosm that into the third act when they go in. Yeah, that's there's this
1: there's a staging area sequence which goes on for a long time. Okay. The, you know, the escape attempts, the fight between her and Olga. Um, the one girl freaks out, and they have to carry her out. And then at that point, Olga starts dispensing drugs to everybody because... I got to be the mom. The madame says, clearly, Olga, I cannot trust you. So there you go. She starts you know, getting everybody to calm down because they lost one of, the, one of the players. They had to carry her off kicking and screaming. And I'm thinking she's going to be found in the river tomorrow. In a van down by the river. Yeah, it's going to be um, forensic files part 3
0: so at this point we and again my empathy for lucia is lucia has been growing luciana luciana sorry um but we meet my favorite character in the movie oh you you've got something to play yes i do my favorite line in the movie or my favorite clip
1: oh man i didn't expect this <laughs> it's brian it's not who i thought it was good it's brian the best the, performance in this movie ladies and gentlemen okay this is the
0: this is a big spoiler moment please stop now if you if you haven't watched it so they get into the room and uh this is what happens they're instructed to do some things give your purse to brian There's some audio stuff. I like some sounds. I like unlocking the Pause thing. for effect. Yeah. They're unlocking the There's, padlock. Oh. Unlocking the padlock on the purse.
1: What's in the purse? What's in the purse? Shall we begin?
0: Brian? Brian? <laughs> see here is a Chilean recluse, a very rare and illegal species. Although she is not large in
1: size, she is deceptively deadly. Her bite is extremely painful, and her duronecrotic venom will dissolve the flesh right off your bone. And if you are unfortunate enough to survive her bite,
0: you'll be left in agonizing pain for the rest of your life. So I must emphasize that everyone stay as still and as quiet as possible.
1: Okay, so out of the purse comes this little little box and and Brian opens that little box and pulls out a knife and gently guides that Chilean spider into a glass coffin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a glass coffin. And the thing is running around and if that if this thing doesn't give you the weebie jeebies and make your hair stand up,
0: um, I don't know what will. Did Jess freak out at this point? No. We were laughing pretty hard still because um that performance of Brian. Oh, um, you were you were <laughs> I I no, I loved it. Dissolve the flesh right I'm off like, of your body. This guy's just a dude who's He's a spider wrangler. He, he's just there working. Yeah. he's you know dishing out spiders for rich people torture games the spider wrangler and i thought it was great but um, if you thought that that was nick offerman from parks and recreation right that performance i so here's a comparison not, hold on I, here's a comparison watch that sure corinthian leather, solid mahogany frame with what i believe are hand cut mortise and tenon joints. quarter <laughs> sawn zebra wood joined by floating tenons to the black walnut corner posts. this one is constructed with american cherry wood. cherry, huh? Now, i have just one question. No, Chilean, huh? It does not huh? taste like cherry. You cannot eat it. I, I was not going flesh to flesh
1: off you. the bone. So um, you nailed it, you know that, what that is the voice Nick
0: Offerman was uh in this movie, ladies and gentlemen playing oh, Brian in, <laughs> no. in in incognito. I just liked the way he was talking about spiders yeah it it made me laugh, but uh in all seriousness um these ladies are to lay down face down naked in a glass coffin while a spider walks up and down themselves for two minutes, yeah he right he puts the spider back in the little box and then uh. Vanessa,
1: you know, your uh, Turkish Catherine Jones, Jones, instructs her to remove her clothes and elegantly lay face down in the coffin and remember, the guests are here to look at you. It's all sorts of gross. Yeah. And then, uh, so she does, man.
0: She lets it all hang out. She does. Yeah. And um, yeah. the, the first spider, uh, so Luciana... He- she she makes it through two minutes. He, he with this releases thing on her. a
1: spider on her back, and oh my god! And when that that thing was so fast, it's like down th- her skin. And I'm like, <laughs>
0: it, it was it was so. Crazy.
1: Do you think there was any chance that that was CGI?
0: That no, spider? I have a theory about this because Olga's turn is next. Yeah, she goes into a different spider, and this is interesting. The first spider, if bitten, would cause you pain for the rest of your life. If you survived it, Olga's uh, spider death. There's no known venom and anti-venom yeah. in the U S
1: and it will keep biting you, um, until it has released all its venom yeah. is the description. But so the
0: stakes are, are quite high. Yeah. Clearly she's a little pissed at Olga. <laughs> the, at the this madam. point, I would be pretty furious at the whole thing. If I was Luciana, you mean? No, the, uh,
1: the madam is pissed at Olga because she's given her the spider where there's, if it bites her
0: and, and he says highly aggressive. Oh, well, I, you know, Olga's been a solid workhorse. She's bringing in she's, new people, but
1: she's been through it many times. You know, she, has took, no attitude. she took the
0: drug, you know, the So she, she gets in, and it's a it's a very aggressive spider. And the coolest part of the movie was this scene: how they get through this. Yeah, I think this was super rad. Yeah. So um,
1: I might have to digress for just a second because we we passed my. Todd's Corner.
0: Oh, the spiritual moment.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's one right here, but that was the secondary one. Um, I hope this doesn't digress too much. but So the spiritual moment in the movie, um, back when they were all in the staging area, and Olga's, uh, not Olga, but uh, Luciana is next to go in. You know, the, the madame tells her, you're next. And she starts freaking out a little bit. So the girl next to her says, is trying to calm her down, and in a, in a sweet whispering voice says, "Do you believe in God?" And Luciana says, "I used to," so clearly because of the death of her daughter, she no longer does. And then she whispers to her, to Luciana, "Respire." Respire. Um, respire. It's going to be all right. So I have a book that is basically my Bible. Not not in a religious sense, but um, called Miracle of the Breath. And I want to take a quote from this on the word respire. The Romans paid tribute to the link between the spirit and breath by cunning the Latin word respire, which means to breathe. Respire is composed of the prefix re, which means return, and the root spiritus, which means spirit. This remarkable word literally describes how the spirit of life leaves our body and then returns with every cycle of breathing. So when I heard that ADR, which was clearly done in ADR, it just, I was shocked. I couldn't believe that, and I don't know how she wrote this, or they can't believe because she's from Europe. You know, I mean, Spain is really close to Rome there. Mm-hmm. So, But using that, that word respire, um, you know, so she's stressing out. She doesn't know what's next. She's scared to death, and the girl tells her, to respire, not breathe, not you know, using that, you know, def and that definition immediately jumped into mind. I was like,
0: Is respire wow. a broad enough term that that would have calmed her down, or would well, you have had to look that up?"
1: Here, here in the West, we just call we any any of pneumatic breathing, any of those words, we just think of the mechanicalness of oxygen going in and out of the body, but. The ancients taught that the breath and the spirit were directly connected, and the spirit of life breathes you. and And are they in fact they counted your your life by right. your in breath, and then your out breath. So you breathe in when you're born, you breathe out when you die. And you know that's not by years, but by your you know that was your lifespan. So anyway, when that when that came out, it just I, so does this that make mind blew my mind.
0: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull make. Better sense, if you look at it in that term?
1: I don't know. Help, really. help me here.
0: Okay. Is that, a, is that a joke I should have caught on <laughs> No, no, no. Aliens breathing. Breathing? or Did breathing? you say aliens? No. Breathing? Breathing. D- did you say? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. I was just thinking about Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for some reason. <laughs> okay. So... Yeah, we try to get Todd's
1: spiritual moment in each podcast. Sorry for if that disrupted uh-huh. our, our flow there, but uh-huh. I, I let it sneak by. And um, I, I just I couldn't believe that line when I, when I heard it. So I, I wanted you to- You talked about that book uh, a lot.
0: That's funny that- Yeah, and he's Italian.
1: In. The author is Italian. So he may know or may have known, um, what's her name? Caprice Benedetti. Nice job. Yeah, it took me a second.
0: Well, anyway, uh, back to the movie. We've got um, Olga in the thing. She's freaking out, the sp- and they're yeah. getting close to the end, and Olga is about to forfeit by getting out of this thing. Get it off me! And Luciana reaches her hand down and allows the spider to crawl on her hand because the rule is it has to stay on somebody's S- flesh skin contact for, for two, two minutes. minutes. And I do have a theory <laughs> that... The lower half was the same stunt model because the butt and the legs looked very similar both times. Oh, really? So I think you had shots of the actresses from here up. Okay, and then the bottom was the yeah. same stunt okay. person. When he
1: said "from here up," he went uh, mid mid chest My level chest. up.
0: Yeah.
1: So they succeed, and interestingly enough, well, how about her? Re- how about the Madame's? How about Vanessa's reaction? So here's this. Um, Battle-hardened Madame, and when Luciana let, took the spider off her back onto her own hand,
0: she went <gasps> she literally gasped. Well, she mentioned, you know, some of us are rooting for you. Some of us are not. yeah, the ones so that she bet may against her <laughs> have bet against her. No,
1: she just couldn't believe she did that because she, she, she had a stick. she could a
0: and it's it's pretty cool how um, yeah,
1: they just let her go. Yeah. So the time ran out. The Wrangler, uh, Wrangler Randy, Wrangler what what's his name? Kevin, put the spider back in the box.
0: Wrangler <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I like rambling, Wrangler Randy. It, it's just the name. Just I mean, in all this heightened tension, and I, I remember looking in the background. If you look at the 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 extras, the rich people, yeah, they look so bored. Well, they're in 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 better light. Their clothes look yeah. so shabby, like. They can't afford that action.
1: <laughs> the one girl they kept, I call her Leopard Girl because she had that leopard top on, and her champagne glass never went down through the entire movie.
0: So, Good continuity.
1: Yeah, in the, in the pre-room pre and in that. I mean, all that time, and she, she obviously never took a sip. Or maybe she that, got a refill.
0: A ginger ale in there.
1: But one other thing is when the spider was first put on uh, uh, Luciana and it starts going, doing that quick thing down her back, that thing went right down her butt crack. Remember it? Right down between her legs? like, oh, my God. And then luckily it came up her leg on the other side there because I was really scared for a second where that thing was going to go.
0: <laughs> well, folks, this is the end of uh, A Little Independent because I have no response to that at all. Right. I was a, counting on this you. This has been a good run. <laughs> uh, no, I was not concerned that there would be a breach that... <laughs> at all. Um, I, I was. Uh, I thought it may be plastic legs, and then I realized it's probably real person, same person. Same model. But thank God uh, we didn't have you know a real problem with the spider. Where'd the spider go? Um, yeah. What's in the butt?
1: Uh, uh, so
0: at the end of the movie, we have Luciana um, standing. Yep, she gets paid on her own and she walks off into the distance. And did you see? So, this is a movie that does credits while the movie's still going. Yeah. So, essentially, she and your, her red gym shoes, you know, the, the woman with two red shoes, walks off out of the garbage and the, cr- the credits roll. And did you see what was on the sign? There's yeah, a I, actually, right.
1: I actually made a note of this. So the first time I saw the ending, I was like, eh, all right, it's an open-ended ending. You know, they, you don't know what's, they just kind of leave you hanging, right? Second time in, I realized that, so she's got the money. She she sees the ice cream girl, talks in Spanish with her and buys the ice cream from her, keep the change, because now she's got money and she can share it, Um. And then she's biting into this ice cream like it's the best ice cream she's ever had because you would after you survive death. You know, I mean, you're going to be like, oh, my God. You know, life is going to have a whole new look. True. So in the background, they kind of have focused in um, Big Apple, Big Dreams on the side of a building. And she turns and walks that way down the road. And the third time I watched it, I realized that they kept Big Apple – Big dreams in focus, while everything else was going grainy. That those words, that sign on the building, stayed in focus as she faded into the dark, headed towards the uh, the new trade center, which was in the for, the very background there. And then I thought it was a perfect ending. <laughs> Excuse me, perfect ending. Big Apple, big dreams, a day in the life of an undocumented immigrant in New York. Fade to black. Yeah. That's, that's what I got out of it. But I didn't get it the first time. And then I realized what they were doing.
0: <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm looking a few, at a few things different for sure. Um, I'm glad I watched it, dude. I'm glad I watched it. I really am. Um, I know you get pretty hot about these things. But we're gonna go into reviews, and I'm gonna make a choice here. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the bad review. Well, um, anybody who listened to episode one um, heard <laughs> that I'm not gonna do bad reviews for Todd move, Todd's movies ever. Um, I'm okay, I'm but okay. I think you know we're gonna have to. Grow. I'm gonna respire. Uh, Todd's gonna respire. So uh, we'll end on two reviews. One, give is, me the bad one. Bring, bring it. Bring it on. All right. One out of ten. IMDb review titled "Pointless Film." <laughs> By Ryan Buck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've demonstrated it wasn't totally pointless.
1: Well, you know, I'm glad the, I'm glad the ketchup was a convergence for you. I'm uh, going to go back and,
0: and I may have to refute you on that because I think it... You think it's it, coffee. If, I think it's coffee. Okay. But still depressing in context of that was her lunch. So, uh, all right. Pointless film. Very one-dimensional. A very unlikable poor foreign girl mooches around New York ripping people off for an hour. Another unlikable foreign girl tells her she can be well-paid to go to an underground party. Both girls go. Each has a spider walk on them while naked for two minutes. The end. Wow. There is no hidden meaning, no depth or dimension, and I am an experienced film viewer that finds a reason to appreciate most films, even the crap ones. I felt compelled to write my first ever (laughs) review to warn people. It is beyond me why this film has a 5.6 rating. I can only assume it is the filmmakers' families and friends, plus the two minutes of nakedness at the end of the film that has upped the average. Well, we didn't discuss the rack, so maybe we'll just let that part go.
1: No, Um, he's saying that that the
0: only positive reviews are because there's two minutes of nudity at the end. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there were
0: really nice
1: nudity shots. I I agree with that. But let's go back to his... I am a film. What now? Please say that word again.
0: It's okay. I'm just reading reading these. Say it. I
1: am a film. What? Uh, He's a experienced film viewer. Experienced film viewer. Here we go. Here we go. This woman wrote, directed, produced her own film on a micro budget, shot on Kodak film. Kodak
0: film, not digital. A company that's out of business currently.
1: No. Well, they got Kodak. Kodak on the. They're still selling it somewhere because Kodak is in the end of the trailer. Oh. So Check if I'm she sorry. was just a film viewer, would she have ever been able to accomplish such a thing?
0: <laughs> That's probably not. All right. Our final Next. review is a 9 <laughs> out of 10, Todd. <laughs> this is my guy, Our girl. Uh, it's uh, titled A Dazzler. Take a bow <laughs> on Asensio, the writer, director, wow. actor of Most Beautiful Island, a film that's likely to surprise and shake you way more than you can imagine. This Dazzler is a strong film that shuns the great American dream with ferocity. Uh, She goes through the synopsis. uh, Most Beautiful Island follows a woman's struggle in the Big Apple. She babysits children to survive, sells fried chicken dressed up as a chicken to lure NYC's ruthlessly busy crowd. However, things get worse when she volunteers to attend a party. What happens at this party is something to be witnessed and experienced. The only way I could describe the film's final act would be in one word spellbinding. Nice. Asensio's screenplay shows struggle and desperation with excellence. You feel for Luciana, the protagonist, as she hustles and bustles the <laughs> madness of America's most ambitious city. Asensio's writing depicts the ugliest side of the great American dream. Asensio's direction is powerful too. She's handled this intense story with command, cinematography and editing merit a special mention. Performance-wise, it's a sense of you all the way. The actress delivers a knockout performance from start to end. She takes to the part like a fish takes the water. It's fully committed, fleshed-out performance from an actress. We had no clue was all set to surprise us. The rest of the cast lends remarkable support on the whole most beautiful island is among the year's strongest films. Don't miss it.
1: Yeah. So, so 44- our first guy would say that that's a family member.
0: 44 <laughs> reviews uh a lot of them were good um a lot of them that were bad this said it was boring um, it is a slow burn there's and, no and, doubt about it i i get both sides but i i don't see her as the the awful person that i i once did todd thanks to you uh yeah and i uh, i'm sorry i called her skeletor i'm sorry she had to eat blow pops with ketchup
1: well you know what uh, Matt Damon lost all that weight for that movie, and then um, McConaughey. He didn't, did, that was about McConaughey and in the Martian Dallas Ghost. Fires Club. McConaughey yeah. did it, for, um, for sure.
0: And, and I should say, I did watch a not, one not interview. the Martians,
1: the, uh, the one with Meg Ryan.
0: Matt Damon and Meg Ryan?
1: Well, Matt Damon was the, the soldier they were looking for, we're digressing. Saving Private Ryan. People are yelling at it. Yep. No, it's not that one. Um,
0: if you're upset <laughs> about us digressing... Or any of this, or you want to communicate with us, the email address is a little independent podcast at gmail.com. Constructive criticism is welcomed. Don't be mean. Um, please send us your movies yeah if you have independent movies that you want us to watch and possibly do, please send those yeah. to us
1: filmmakers, whatever you know if we if we pick it, you know you're going to get the full blown whatever of our opinions all the way through. I mean, if we pick it, we like it yeah. It uh, doesn't mean the other one's going to like it, but, but you, you will have
0: somebody in your corner. The other one's going to be happy that they watched it and happy <laughs> that they got to talk about it with a friend. Absolutely. Well, thank you all for listening. And uh, Todd, signing off. We will always have Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys?
1: You'll love it. You're gonna love it. It's just a little independent. Yeah. <laughs> we're, okay. two, we're 10. Yeah, we're two yeah. or two. We're like, like we know like, the, we know love it. It's just a little
0: independent. Like it's like I'm introducing a movie to you. Like you're about to oh. so Alright, so yeah, like, yeah. It's just a little okay. independent.